take the action steps on a regular basis to make that happen. And if you're feeling like the big wide internet is a little bit of a scary place and you're feeling like you don't want to have any door slammed in your face today, then join us in the visibility hacking movement and we will build you up. Tell us what your worries are. Tell us where you're stuck and we will help you get back on track because your business matters and your message matters. Let's get into this. Connection requires commitment. It requires work. It's a little not that easy to some people. It doesn't always come naturally. But we always have to make sure that we are putting in that work, whether we're talking about connecting and building relationships to an intimate partner or our friends, or in this case, our customers and our potential customers. Not focusing, forgetting to focus, neglecting to focus on that relationship is of great detriment to your brand and, and to your community moving forward. What I want you to think about today is how are you sharing that journey with your people? Are you sharing it in terms of stories, as we always tell you to do? Or are you sharing it in terms of your, your images that you're, you're posting out there into the world? Or are you creating a deeper connection with your people? So today, today we're focusing on moments of vulnerability and the power that sits inside of those. Those parts of our personal journey as entrepreneurs and as business owners and as visionary leaders, there are moments in our own personal stories that feel so, so difficult to share. Maybe we are too vulnerable in those moments. Maybe there are, are moments of what we would put a, a title on as failures. And we want to hide those from the world because we think that sharing those moments of vulnerability and those moments of difficulty make our mountain that we're climbing, make the authority that we are building something less. But in fact, if you want that deep connection, if you want that community that's going to take you on their shoulders and bring you towards your ultimate mountain together as a community then we have to remember that those difficulties, those obstacles that we go through are going to inspire not only you to keep going, but it's going to inspire your community to keep going because they're going to see themselves in those moments. But it can be so hard for us to get over that mental roadblock and actually start creating that type of content. And no, 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 no. I am not saying go share all of your dirty laundry with the world because everything you have gone through in your life and everything you have to say that is super personal is ultimately going to be the best thing to share with the world. No, I am not. There's this idea of sharing your scars, not your wounds. But I'm not talking about that either. We're always, we're always intentionally creating messaging that connects to our ideal customers, right? That speaks to our community. So finding those relatability stories that connect, that help our audience see themselves in our stories, those are the moments that we need to highlight. That is going to be different for each and every one of us. Because what makes this, this whole journey of sharing your story so beautiful is when you're able to connect all of those things that make you unique. All of those experiences you've had in life that make you uniquely you. 
those you get to share with the world. And you get to find the people who are in on that with you. And you get to throw rocks at the people who think that you're a weirdo and think that you're wrong. And it's awesome. But we have to first get over that mental hurdle of not wanting to be vulnerable with our people. So today, I want you guys to think about this relationship we have with our community and this relationship we have with our people. I want you to think of this in terms of a relationship you would have with your intimate partner, a relationship you would have with those who are in your physical world who you hold dearly. It's the same kind of love and attention. I know that sounds woo-woo, but really, if you actually care about your people, that's when they will begin to follow you. That's when they will begin to, to take you to your, the top of your mountain or whatever you want to say. Okay, guys, that's what we're talking about here today. There's a lot, a lot going on, but you'll enjoy it. Today, we're going to talk about connection machines. <laughs> if I look back at the connection machines that I've been implementing in the last couple years in my own business, in the business of my clients, I always look back to how podcasting is kind of where I started the previous days to podcasting. First off, if you want to learn about the history of podcasting and how actually it all started, it wouldn't be podcasting if there wasn't a uh, NFL and football players and Dallas Cowboys. I know it sounds absolutely ridiculous, but you're, if you're interested in learning really quickly about uh, the history of podcasting, I have a great video on the Visibility Hacking YouTube channel that talks about it. It's called A Brief History of Podcasting. And if you're really in love with podcasting, check out the other video, The Future of Podcasting. <laughs> so anyways, podcasting, if I look back and see how impactful podcasting has been in my own career, I, I, can't, I can't help but put it as one of our connection machines. So briefly, let's step back for those who are new. Connection machines, what are they? Connection machines are the processes and systems that we use in our businesses to help connect to new customers, to warm them up, to introduce ourselves and our movement to them. But also at the same time, they nurture our existing community members, those who are going up our value ladder and maybe reach a part at which they can't go any further. And so they usually will parachute off. Now, what are you doing in your business to catch them and to bring them back up? In the visibility hacking world, we use connection machines. And those connection machines can look totally different depending on your business, depending on the community that you have. And that is the beauty. So here in the live show, here in the visibility hacking world, we will show you how to build those connection machines that are going to work for your customers and your movement. It's not about finding an opt-in and a freebie online and following that checklist and then realizing 10 years later that you've been following these steps that aren't connecting you to your right customers. That's what we're going to avoid. We're going to use the systems that actually work, that work. And I'm not going to say implement all of these because no, not all of them are going to work for your business. That's the reality. <laughs> So the reason I love podcasting, one of the many reasons I love podcasting, is the fact that there is an incredibly low barrier to entry. Honestly, Russell Brunson has a very big, very popular um, podcast that has to do with digital marketing. And he did it in his car, off of his phone. 
He would drive to work and he would record himself talking for 15 minutes as he drove. That is the lowest barrier to entry I could possibly think of for you guys. So you guys can do that too. And hey, if you even want to strip back any of the post-production and you want to just talk and connect with your people that way, there are apps and there are platforms that allow you to do that as well. So if you have great ideas in your head, or if you're just working through a process, if you're just starting your business, or you're just pivoting your business in a different direction, if you're going out and looking for new people, or you're testing out new products or new ideas, or hey, if you've already built up your community and you're looking to take it in a new direction or launch a new product for them, this is a great place to capture those moments, to capture what you're learning, to capture those case studies and testimonials, because there's always someone out there who's going to take value from the stuff that you're putting out there. So, so go put it out there. <laughs> so pop quiz, my friends, for those of you who have been listening, um, podcasting was made possible because of what organization? We're going to give you multiple choice. You're going to put it down in the comments. And there's a prize for whoever answers um, correctly first. So the options are which organization uh, has made it possible uh, to have podcasts? First, MTV, music television. Option B, the NFL, the National Football League, or C, Radio Broadcast Association, the RBA. Let me know down in the comments which one you think is correct. And if you're listening to us on Spotify, there is definitely a Spotify poll that you can participate in as well. Now, the cool thing is... I'll just give you the history because I know you're going to go watch the more in-depth video on our YouTube channel. But today, I'll just give you the brief history. First, in like the late 1990s, this new technology was created called RSS feeds. RSS feeds are a super techie way of us getting information from a blog, right? Where people would type out their responses and they'd write letters, very old school. <coughs> excuse me, they write out their blog posts and then people would be able to subscribe to that post and those posts would then show up on a, a single uh, web page that would have all of the different blogs that you're looking at. You could subscribe. This idea of subscribing to content on the internet started in the late 1990s. And then what happened is we, we go forward maybe like 10-ish years, and in the early 2000s, we took this idea of creating subscribable content, and we made subscribable on-demand audio content. So a lot is happening here. We have the evolution of the type of content that's available for, for our people to, to consume, and that comes out of the fact that our bandwidth, our technology gives us the ability to, to take on bigger and bigger files, right? A text file, very small. Audio file, a little bit bigger. Video, way bigger. Streaming video, even bigger, right? So we now have this technology that we're able to package up audio and send it to people. They can subscribe to it. And now, what our keen organization, that is the answer to the question above, um, th what they decided to do is create on-demand audio clips, that clips from interviews, etc., etc., that could be made available to listeners. This expanded where it expanded the landscape in which um, 
content creators, regardless if you're creating content for um, a music videos and, and the music industry or the sports industry or entrepreneurial studies, um, whichever, it gave us the ability to start connecting with our people in a completely different environment. Say, for example, you're a sports league, you're used to dealing with your fans in butts in seats in an arena, for example, but now you have the ability to connect with them wherever they are. At this point in technology, we're connecting with people when they're at home. Then we have the evolutions that happened in the early 2000s where we're getting more MP3s, we're getting more iPhones and, and iPods and things like that. So now we can connect with our audience when they leave the house. We can connect with them when they're at work, when they're driving, on their commute, when they're going for a walk with the dog, when they're working out at the gym. We can now be in their heads way more in their life, which is so cool. And then that's what started this whole world of podcasting. This idea of subscribable on-demand audio content. And then, well, you'll learn in the, uh, in the YouTube video that there's also uh, the big revolution that happened when iTunes decided that they were going to start hosting podcasts and creating a space where those, po a, a directory where all of those podcasts can live. So it's pretty cool. Podcasting from an authority perspective is an absolutely essential tool. It becomes the ultimate pre-frame for your authority and your influence. When people come into your world, they can Google you, for example. They look you up and they find all of this content that you've been publishing. You have begun to establish yourself as the authority in your niche. And that's just scraping the surface of why podcasting is so cool. Now what I want you to do is sit back, relax, and enjoy this interview I had with one of my podcasting cronies, one of my favorite, um, I co-hosted a show with him for, for a while, um, one of my favorite people in the podcasting space, um, Corey Carter from the Hindsight Hackers and Podcast for Profits. Uh, they, they do an incredible job at not only helping their customers figure out what kinds of content they're going to be creating, but help them create great sounding audio. They help them get that that podcast out and launch to the world in a way that's actually going to grow listeners rather than just the oh we're just gonna like patch it together and like submit it and then like cross our fingers and hope that out of the millions and millions of podcasts out there that people start listening to ours Corey Carter and and his team are going to help you push that idea to the side and actually start making profits with your podcast. So, so excited to have him on the show. So uh, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show.